<laughs> Hi, this is Sam Raimi, and you're listening to the CVH Podcast. Mm. You know the day destroys the Hello. I am late today. Oh my God, it's quarter to four. You know, I could have done one this morning, but I just never got to it. I had to get on the road. I'm in, uh, I'm in New York now. Greetings from New York. This is the CVH Podcast, Monday, December 13th. It's uh, 3.45 and the sun is like basically set. I don't care for this. I don't care for the passage of time. <laughs> I see that with my son all the time. I I um I I just see him getting bigger and smarter and and it's all happening much too fast. I don't feel like I've changed any in the last 7 years. And meanwhile, he went from like in the palm of my hand to four and a half feet tall. <laughs> if you keep feeding them, they keep growing. Uh, I spent four hours in the car today, which was good Don Giovanni time. Now, I didn't spend all four hours with Don Giovanni. That would have made me a little bit nuts. But um, uh, I um, I was able to um, just beat some resets into my head. I had a little recording of a coaching, and I was just like going through it, going through it, going through it, because I'll never be satisfied. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy who shows up to rehearsal terrified that he's the least prepared and more so this time because uh, it's new for me. Um, what usually happens, usually happens, is that I get in the room and realize I'm wildly overprepared. But still, this fear um, picks at me right up until the last minute, you know, where I'm just like, you don't know this, you don't know this at all. It's like this terrible neuroses, and, and I know a lot of singers have it. And, I mean, frankly, some people... <laughs> Some people show up barely learned, but um, uh, I know I'm not the only one who just believes in his heart that he's like, well, I don't know this at all, so I'm a miserable failure, send me home. <laughs> that conversation happens a lot. <clears throat> uh, so I'm just going to keep hammering away at it for the next month. I guess I have a month, just a little less than a month now. Jesus Christ. <sighs> One of those things. It's a year of a lot of new music, and so it's just it's just one of those years. What can you do? There's nothing you can do. Surely I should have learned everything during the COVID break, but God, it was so depressing to look at those scores. It was so depressing. I couldn't do it. It was just it was getting to me in a way that was um, not healthy. But I'm here back in lovely New York, and it's not so cold, which is good. And, and um, you know, there's just a lot of um, hustle around the Met. There's a lot of shows coming up. There's a lot of shows going on. They've got the holiday presentation. And um, uh, my buddy Quinn, who will be on the Thursday podcast, um, is currently warming up a new Rigoletto. And um, boy, that's just a that's just going to be such a huge deal for him. And it's exciting because, you, you know, we're starting to see these pictures show up, the, the new promotional pictures. And, you know, these kind of things when we were young, just like, we we lived for it. I know I lived for it. I don't know what young singers think anymore. I don't know that they're all in tune to what everybody else is doing. I think everybody's got their, you know, it's like the, the world got smaller in a way. And so you they're, they seem to be acutely aware of what's going on around them, but not necessarily aware of what's going on in the, in the, in the broader opera world, which I think is a mistake. Um, I was obsessed with, 
with what everybody else was doing. I wanted to know. I wanted to know who got what. You know, every time there was a season announcement, I would just devour it because I wanted to see who was doing stuff. You know, who got the who got the big role? Who got this? Who's getting a chance? You know, all that that kind of um, I don't know. It was just anticipation of what other people were doing. Maybe I don't know if that was healthy or not, but certainly I was um, uh, broadly aware of what. Um, the big guys were doing and, and frankly what my contemporaries were doing. Uh, I don't, I don't know that, uh, you know, we we run a business here and, and why wouldn't you just be as informed as possible when it came to your business? And so I, I always found myself wanting to know who was doing what and where and, and, um, how many performances and did they get opening night and you know, all that kind of stuff. And, um, it's funny how that changes. It's not. It's not that I'm not excited when when the new season announcement comes out, but it usually it usually means I'm like, okay, what what role? What's the order? What's the learning order? Really, most of my uh, stress comes from at what point will you learn this? You know, if it's just something you're brushing off, that's not. You don't really have to give that too much time. You got to sing it in and remember. You know, remember all the turns, but the 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 dirty work is done. Uh, when you have a year like this, where Don Giovanni's new for me and Rake's progress is new for me, um, it it um, it just weighs on you. It's hard to put your. It's I sleep less. <laughs> oh, sleep! It has it has uh, eluded me most of my adult life. I can remember taking huge naps in high school, come home from basketball practice, and just sleep for two hours. You know. Come home from basketball practice, eat a full meal, eat a thousand calories, take a two-hour nap, wake up and have dinner, you know, and just be losing weight the whole time. It's not quite that way anymore. <laughs> oh, I've tried a lot. There's there's things that help me sleep, but, you know, it's just you don't want to get into some terrible habit of the only way I can sleep is if I have the following and, and um, uh, you know. I, I, I have my ways, but you know, some nights you, you just need to do it without help. Um, you don't want to get uh, too, um, dependent on these kind of things. Um, but in New York now and in a hotel, which means I'll sleep even less, <laughs> but I'm here to get some work done and that's great. Um, going to be singing through my, my Don G score quite a bit. You know, I had my I had my Don Giovanni score on a plane recently, and um, um, I was coming home from Chicago, and I had this the score on on my lap, but it was closed. You know, and um, uh, a girl a girl walks by. I don't know how old she is, young twenties or so, and she goes, "Oh, is that Don Giovanni?" I said, "Yeah," and she looked up at me and she goes, oh, "Are you Christian Van Horn?" Now I've been I've been recognized a few times, but only within like four blocks of the opera house. That's the only time you might get recognized. This has never happened on a plane before, but she was really sweet. And she was kind of like, you know, obviously a, a singer and, and somebody who's, who's uh, coming up. She, she seemed younger and it was very sweet. But you know, when, when somebody starts doing that, um, people start looking around like, you know, they think they have a real celebrity on the plane. <laughs> I hate to disappoint you. <laughs> It's not Vince Vaughn. <laughs> I saw him in a in an episode of Larry uh, of Curb Your, Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, the other night, and I just see this guy, and I go, "If you slap a beard on him, that's me." <laughs> his hairline is real high on his head, you know. 
<laughs> it's like the the ghost of Christmas <laughs> yet to come. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I always said that I didn't care what happened to my hair, but um, you know, as it as it sort of like creeps back, <laughs> you can't help it. Oh, my dad's got a beautiful head of hair. My grandfather on my mom's side had a gorgeous head of hair. I think there's just too much odd stress in my life. I think I would have been very happy as like a landscaper. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how I feel about that in July. Right now it sounds lovely, but uh, there's something very zen about pushing a lawnmower and watching watching the lines show up and watching it get clean and watching it. I don't know. That's that's um, incredibly satisfying. I did that when I was real young. I was mowing lawns, you know, like 12 years old. I was big. And so they, they were like, yeah, you're doing this now. This is your gig. And uh, I think I was paid like seven bucks for the front and the backyard. And the front and the backyard were enormous. <laughs> but, you know, seven bucks, that was really the only way you could make money as a, as a uh, 12-year-old. There wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot you could do. And then I kind of turned that into a, like a little neighborhood business. I had two or three guys uh, whose lawns I did every summer. and I, I got a lot more than seven from them. <laughs> I think I got 20. That was the going rate. But these were big lawns. I, I lived in a neighborhood where everybody had, um, I guess it was like, you know, not quite half an acre. Uh, those were the lot sizes. Uh, but it was just a ton of grass. Oh, my God. You know, and, and uh, I lived on the woods, so you could just drag it out. But, but a lot, you know, most of these guys didn't. And so you had to bag all this shit up. It took forever. I mean, uh, just like burn four hours on a Saturday mowing somebody else's yard for 20 bucks. <laughs> it was still five an hour. Jesus. I think my best job I ever had was working in a yogurt shop near a dance studio. That was, that was the best gig I can remember. And I worked in there with a buddy of mine. His his mom owned the yogurt shop. And um, this place never did well, at least not when I was there, because, you know, they opened this place five minutes before TCBY opened, you know, just three blocks, three blocks away. <laughs> and uh, we just couldn't compete with TCBY. But anyway, this place was uh, three doors down, like on a strip mall, from a dance studio. And I swear, I'm pretty sure we went out of business because we never charged the girls. <laughs> they would come in and then just regularly we would be like, oh, that's on us. <laughs> Enjoy. Please come back. Please come back and smile at us. <laughs> we never chatted any of them up. We never like, you know, asked to hang out with them. We never did that. We were like 15, 16. I don't know why we weren't thinking. We just like... Well, we'll just keep giving them free ice cream, and then they'll they'll just keep coming back, and then they'll just keep taking free ice cream. <laughs> oh, we didn't have a lot of good plans at that point. We were just just trying anything. We no, we needed an older brother to be like, look, you got to chat some of the girls up. You can't just keep giving them ice cream. This is stupid. <laughs> we didn't think it was stupid. My God, we didn't even know their names. Awful, awful. I'm sure that's why it went out of business. <laughs> it actually had nothing to do with TCBY. <laughs> and I worked at a mall. I worked in a sporting goods store in a mall for, I don't know, too long. Um, I, you know, it was fun because it was like, at you know, sporting equipment, which was which was kind of cool. And then 
they were young people that worked there, and that was fun too. But the job itself was pretty awful, just dealing with the public and finding shoe sizes in a warehouse kind of thing. And you know, and the and the larger guys, we always had to be the ones carrying out uh, basketball hoops into people's trucks. You know, like these it was these huge boxes. They weighed hundreds of pounds, and and uh, you know, we would uh, drag these things out through the through the back and put them in people's cars, and you know. The big guys were always going to have to do that kind of thing. That was really it. I, I mean, that was that, that's it from my employment. Uh, I worked at a I worked at a cellular phone store in college for a little bit. Um, you know, just just to make enough money to uh, you know put gas in my car, really to to go to school. I think I only did it a couple days a week. You know, if that. That was it. My only my only job after that was singing. I've I've never done anything else. I can't even imagine what I would do or what I would be good at. Um, there's no money in the podcast, <laughs> uh, but it pays out different ways. It pays out mentally. It's my it's my uh, therapist. You're all my therapist right here. Still flying from last weekend. I I really really haven't come down yet. It's uh it's a funny thing that that. That uh, Kennedy Center Honors was such a blur. It was such a ridiculous blur. And um, um, I have seen a portion of a bootleg video from somebody in the audience, something I'm sure they weren't supposed to do. But uh, I did see like a, a little clip of one from a distance, and um, it went as well as I think it did. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm still living in fantasy world, but it it um, it, it struck me that it that it. At the time, it felt like it went well, and now that I've seen just a little bit of it uh, in a clip, I, I think, yeah, okay, that's it. We did it. We did it. Um, I guess we're going to wait. What? Um, ten more days to see it? Nine more days? Oh, God, this the time is flying by. Oh, my God. Every time I remind myself of the date, I'm just like, oh, God damn. I can tell that I'm leaving soon because my back is sore. That's how that works. Uh, the stress of the um, leaving uh, generally will start to manifest itself in a backache because I've done nothing to hurt my back. I've done nothing. Uh, regular gym, regular gym stuff that I've been doing for years. Nothing new, nothing heavy, and uh, can just um, feel like this knot. In my lower back just creeping on in, reminding me that it's there. Like, hey, hey, this is how we deal with stress, buddy. Yeah. This is how we deal with stress, and and I know it's happening. I know, like I'm I'm aware of it, and that doesn't seem to stop it. You know, I read a great book that was that just you know that said just being aware of what was causing this should should help and like oh, help better. <clears throat> oh, I wish I had more for you. It's just one of those days, but I'm here. Still doing it. Still with me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to go get to work and pretend that my back doesn't hurt. And um, like I said, we'll be in back on Thursday with the one and only Quinn Kelsey. The bromance clearly continues. And um, we'll hear what's going on there. I mean, we, we generally talk about everything but opera. <laughs> um... Yeah, but that'll be fun. Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you on Thursday. Thanks. Bye.
Spread this day. 